This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Hi, Gordon. Larry, how are we doing today? I was all right until I found out that the Mets are not off today. <laughs> yeah. It's a problem. They play every day. Gordon, they're bad enough. Take, give them a day off. Can you give the Mets a day off? Well, I think we've all kind of taken a day oh. off from the Mets. The fact that you look up, oh, right, the Mets are still playing, right? Oh. Yeah, but Gordon, we have to watch it because we have to talk about it. Ah, we really don't, though. We really don't. There's no, there's no, nothing, I'm going to go out on a limb here, nothing important will happen in the Mets game tonight. Not a single solitary thing. It's just another day off the calendar. I'm you're hoping. Like, you're, you're like a prisoner in one of those old movies where they, you know, they write the line on the wall, and then oh. after the fifth one, they go through the lines. Yes. I feel like Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. Mm-hmm. It's Every Groundhog time I get Day up, it's again. It's a Met game, a Met loss. Every time I get up, it's a Met loss. That's how I feel. Even even when they win, I feel like they're losing. Well, at least we do not have to hear from Aaron Boone tonight. Oh, about I, I how was looking Yankees, forward to hearing it. Yeah, the Yankees. The, the, I, he, he sees some signs. They're really grinding right now. The He's high the best. Care factor in the room. Oh, I love Aaron Boone. When he's done, we should do one of those uh, Sarah McLaughlin, I will remember you with all the stupid clips of things that he has said over the course of just this year alone. There's more than enough. We might need the extended play version Maybe, of that yeah. song. We, may, we, we might need, uh, you know, a weekend mm-hmm. <laughs> to get them all in. So, Gordon, I'm kind of – now, while you were sunning in the mornings, mm. a couple of nights ago, I talked a little basketball. Uh-huh. So for people like me, like Spike, you know when the when the when it's it's not to the it's not to the level of the football season schedule coming no. out. No. It is nothing is not compared there's nothing compared to that. But it's a distant second. The NBA schedule is out. It is. And so you get a chance to look and see what's happening and you see that of course the Knicks would open against Christoph Porzingis. Why wouldn't they? <laughs> of course. Why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they do that? It's the best way to go. A little, right. little KPZ, you know, a little, little, little fun action, a little going against the former team. You had some good oh. moments against the Celtics last year, so why not it, get them right on the schedule right away yes, this year? Right away. It's not like they. It's not like they scheduled the Heat right away. No, 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 no. Christmas Save the day? Bucks for Christmas Day. <laughs> ruin that day for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, no, that we don't want. We don't want you to open Knicks and Heat because that's like a mirror image of each other. No, 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 no. We don't want that. It's down the line, down the line, down the line. We'll, you'll, worry, you'll see enough for Miami. Believe me, you'll see enough for Miami. So, uh, you know, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But, Gordon, I wanted to pick your, your, your mind on something. Mm-hmm. Now, I was listening to uh, Don and Peter okay. on the K-Show today. Sure. And... They had some interesting takes. They they've got a, the they've got an interesting take on the situation with the Yankees, and they believe that Yankee fans would indeed embrace starting over. That that Yankee fans would 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 embrace a teardown. Well, okay, we're going to be bad. We're going to be bad. Maybe not not like the Orioles have been bad, but we might be out of the running, like what the Mets may be. Like three years, okay? Well, the Mets are supposed to be two years, but we'll see. 
but for the next three years, you know, that we're going to tear it down and build it up again and, you know, go in this direction. And Michael has always said that he doesn't believe the Yankees can do that, that the Yankees, uh, you know, reputation, organization, you can't, you can't rebuild, you can, you know, tinker. And, and retool, and retool Reload. on the fly. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what you can do. And as a longtime Yankee fan, I said, I wonder what Gordon thinks about that. So, Gordon, what do you think about that? Well, the first part was that Don and Peter were saying that Yankee fans would embrace a teardown. Have they spoken to Yankee fans? <laughs> They've had a steady stream of Yankee fans call their show, introduce themselves by when they became a fan of the Yankees, and then rip everything about the organization. And this did not start this year. No. This has been, I would say, probably since the show started, but I can definitely say with a fair level of confidence, certainly since 2018, 2019. Mm -hmm. I've been a Yankee fan since 2019. So the idea that the fans would embrace it, I think, is complete fallacy. They would not embrace it. They, They complain about the team when it was good. Now, because they didn't win a World Series, right? It was, yeah, it was, yeah. Last year was the perfect example. The team was on a pace to win well over 100 games, and we got a two. What did people call up about? Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. We were saying, Joey Gallo's not going to be here. He's not going to be on the team when the po- – Joey Gallo, Joey Gallo. <laughs> so they would not embrace uh, a teardown. But what, what are they going to do? What, what, what are their options? They're going to give up baseball? As a result, now, I don't think that they would show up to the stadium in the numbers that they will, and that would impact the Yankees, and I'm sure Mm -hmm. that that's something Hal Steinbrenner wants to avoid. Yep. Uh, But, I mean, the idea that the Yankees can't afford a a, a rebuild, what are they going to do, tear down Yankee Stadium, put up condos? Uh, It's it's ridiculous. They've they've rebuilt before. Sometimes you can either choose to rebuild or you can have rebuilding forced upon you. Mm Mm-hmm. So I kind of disagree. I, I kind of disagree with both points. I don't think mm-hmm. Yankee fans would embrace it, but absolutely, the Yankees could afford to take a step back for a year or two, wait for some of these horrendously bad contracts they now have on their books to expire, mm-hmm. or at least get closer to expiring, and they would have to look and and remake the the minor league system so that it actually produces some major league talent, which has not been able to do. Now I will say. I think Yankee fans would deal with a, a, a teardown or a rebuild, but it would depend on who's doing the rebuilding. They're not going to oh, deal. Yeah. They're not going to embrace it. They're not going to stand for it if it's Brian Cashman doing it. Absolutely. They're not going to believe in it. I agree, and and he shouldn't be allowed to do do it anyway. No, <laughs> he's the reason you're talking about a rebuild. Right. <laughs> it, there's a clip from a guy. He's a, he's a comedian, Tim Robinson, mm-hmm. and uh, he has a very famous clip on the internet where it's this hot dog car that crashes through into like this store and people are all standing around saying, oh my God, how did this happen? And then all of a sudden, Tim Robinson is standing in a hot dog costume and he's saying, yeah, who is the guy who did this? That's Brian Cashman. Like if he's looking around the Yankee organization for why this has gone wrong, there's only one person he has to look at. (laughs) He is wearing the hot dog suit. It is Brian Cashman's fault. It is. No question about it. And Yankee fans are paying. The Yankee fans are paying for it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and hopefully, you know, something will change. Because, once again, under 500 to finish the season, that screams adjustments. 
I mean, there's nothing that says adjustments better. We finished under 500. That's a, that says a lot, Gordon. That says and, a lot. And here's the thing. It's kind of hard right now to confidently predict where the Yankees are going to finish in terms of their record, right? Like, we all kind of think they're going to finish under 500. It does seem like it's true. But it might not just be like a game or two. Yeah. I mean, if they keep playing like they're playing right now, they could be 10 games, 10 games under 500, Larry. The better. The better, right? Yeah. Bad is better. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. Give me, give, me, give me 15 games under 500 and everybody's out. <laughs> I, I know that Bob, look, Bob Clappish has covered the Yankees for a very long time. I'm he sure has. He, and, and the article that he wrote, it's a couple of weeks ago now. I don't think that it was trending as poorly in the direction that it is as it is right now. So I think these things are fluid and, and these things can change. If you're telling me that the Yankees get to the end of the season and they do finish 10 games under 500 and the GM is not even looked at as a possibility, but the manager's gone. Mm-hmm. Well, then the Yankees got bigger problems than 2024. Yep, you're right. You're right. So let's hear from you. 1-800-919-3776. Yankee fans, would you be okay with a rebuild, not with the current regime? Okay. Brian Cashman's not there. Would you be okay with a full rebuild? Because Gordon, under from what you're telling me, you want to get it so that the contracts are gone. So that means, or close to gone. So that means three years because of Stanton. So that's four years. So that's yeah. the that that's the longest it's going to be. It could be less because after two, three, one year late, one year left, you might make a move. You might say we'll trade him and get him out of here. We're not going anywhere. We're, we're, yeah, you can do what the Mets did with with uh, Verlander and Scherzer. We're not going to be good for the next couple of years. We want to move you on. Where do you want to go? So maybe they could do something like that. And then and then you know what? Go back and be free agents and start buying people again. <laughs> get back after to we being get the rid Yankees of them. Again, yeah. <laughs> We get we tell here's what we do, we tell Stan we we're rebuilding, and then once we get him to do the no trade, we we go back to let's go back let's we got rid of him let's go let's go let's go. <laughs> That's what they should do. Maybe one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We'll take your calls next on ninety eight seven ESPN. Been a Yankee fan since seventy one. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. All right, everybody, grab your lighters. Side to side. Move your lighters side to side. Here we go. Outside of the 18 strikeouts, I thought we hit some really good at-bats. Hardesty and Damer in for Grasso on 98.7 ESPN. Gordon, I got one for you before we get to the phones. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. This is um, this is Aaron Boone oh, uh, last night oh, uh, talking about adversity. You know, I think the Braves had a, a recent unlikely run. The Nationals, the Phillies were dead to rights at the end of the last year. And that, that's just a couple off the top of my head in recent history. Susan showed me one from 95 and the Yankees. So, like, I get it looks bleak. And I don't want to even suggest that we're in a position to even talk about that. We got to fix our own house and get it going. But there's a lot of season left, too. And we got we to gotta look at it that way. There you go, Gordon. Right. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Well, don't give up at this point. There's nothing to be gained, I guess, outside of a, a better draft pick for by giving up. So I guess. But the problem for the Yankees is giving up doesn't look like a whole lot different than what we're watching right now. 
<laughs> I mean, they scored one run in their last 25 innings. You're telling me giving up is going to be that much different than this? And here's what's scary. They're really trying. This is what look. This is what they're trying looks like, Larry. Yeah. Yeah. They're really trying. The difference between those teams and this team is this team is not good. No, not at all. This is not, not a good team. You no. don't look at this Yankee lineup ever and think to yourself, boy, I can't believe these guys are not scoring runs more often. And if you are, well, then I'd have to assume you've not watched a whole lot of baseball. This is not a good lineup. That's the problem. It's problem. been the problem. It's a, I feel like a broken record. Mm-hmm. You've been saying this for almost two years now. Oh, my God, Larry. It's, a, <laughs> it's amazing. But I guess they have to put a brave face on this. Yes. Uh, but uh, it's not. I think everybody knows that it's not going to change. You, you can look back at history to whatever you want. This, this is, is under, yeah, this is under the heading, Gordon, of, so you're saying there's a chance. Right. <laughs> That's what so it you're is. Telling me there's a chance. That's it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. I just wonder how bad is it going to get because it does not feel like they've hit rock bottom yet. It does, this does not feel like a team that's just kind of playing out the string and they'll win a couple, lose a couple. Mm. It feels like that the, the, whatever is going on in that clubhouse is still going on. It feels like they have not hit rock bottom. This portion of the show brought to you by Glenfiddich Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, the world's most awarded single malt Scotch whiskey. Skillfully crafted, enjoy responsibly. Glenfiddich Single Malt Scotch Whiskey, alcohol by volume 40%, 2023 imported by William Grant & Sons, New York, New York. And may I suggest that you're home and you're relaxing, (laughs) watching a little Mets, watching a little Yankees, pay off the sponsor, will you? Yeah. Have a sip. Well, tomorrow night on Apple TV, you're going to need it. You're going to need it. (laughs) Listen, and if you can't wait, turn on the Mets right now. (laughs) (laughs) They got the St. Louis Cardinals, baby. Turn on the Mets. Wow. That's an exciting matchup, huh? And have a little scotch. Yeah. Get you going. At home. Not driving. No. At home. At home. Okay. Let's start on the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Larry's in West Orange. Larry, start us off here on 987 ESPN. Hey, guys. I'd be, I'm be. i a lifelong Yankee fan. I'm 64 years old. I'd like to blow the whole thing up and start all over again. Get rid of Cashman. Get rid of Boone. Bring in people that know how to run a team. I mean, I love baseball. I, I'm to a point now where I turn on the Braves. I wait for the West Coast games to watch them. I can't watch the Yankees. I, I, it's like watching a bunch of grandfathers run around the bases right now. It's just, it's just terrible. But blow it up, start all over again. Now, Larry, are you? Is there amount of years that you're willing to blow it? How many years are you willing to wait yeah, for them I, to listen, be right? It, 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 I, I'm, I've been a fan since the '60s. I went through good times, bad times, great times, bad times, good times again. Right? Uh-huh. If it takes two or three years to rebuild the team and rebuild the farm system. Listen, I'd, I'd bring up all the guys in the farm system right now. I'd release Stanton. I'd release half these guys. I'd trade Glaber for whatever I get for him and just start all over again and, and build a team that knows how to play baseball. I'm not watching baseball right now. I'm watching elephants run around the bases if they even get on. All right, Larry, thanks for the phone call. <clears throat> you know, Gordon, it's interesting because I think he, much like you, because you've been through it, mm-hmm. you're more amenable to doing the because you've been through rebuilds already. Yeah. So you know, you know what it's like, but but if you're a Yankee fan who is young enough and you just started going with the team, with four four and five years, 
you're you're like shaking at the thought of <laughs> doing of tearing it down and starting over. Well, it's easy to say, hey, I'm fine with blowing it up. Oh, I'm fine. I'm fine if it takes two or three years, Larry. You and I, John Carlos Stanton has been booed on opening day before his first at bat. Yep. The idea, and and forget about saying, well, I'm I'm fine with them blowing it up, in the meaning that. I'm not going to switch to another team. The Yankees will still be my team. Okay, that's fine. I would hope that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that, you're, that's what you're supposed to do. Yep. But are you still going to be going to as many games as you go to now, even no. if they're bad? No. I'm, I'm guessing you're not. No. Are you still going to be buying as much merchandise uh, that, that you do now? I, I'm guessing you probably don't. So I, what, when you say, I'm okay with blowing it up, what does that really mean? Now, if you're saying you want to get rid of the front office – be, be my guest. Where, where do you want to go? I'll drive you there. Um, but in terms of the actual roster, you can't blow it up. Yeah. The yeah. things that you really want to blow up, you can't blow up. You can't get rid of Stan. You can't get rid of LeMahieu. Rodon is here for a long time. Uh, there's pieces on that roster you can't blow up. So um, if, if you're talking about the front office, though, well, you, you can do that tomorrow. No question about it. No, you can do it today. You do it right now. <laughs> Keith is in Woodbridge. What's up, Keith? Guys, thanks for the call. First time caller. Um, I've been a Yankee fan for the since '74, so I've seen it both two dynasties. And the, you know, blow it up. I, you know, I know you're saying you can't find some dynamite, put it in the wheelbarrow, find out what Cashman offers is, roll it in there, and ignite it. Because I'm well, okay Keith, when you say blow it up, what do you mean? Get rid of Cashman? Yes. Okay, get well, that's fine. You can get rid of Cashman. That's fine. I, I th- I'm talking about the actual roster. Fixing the roster is, okay. as it currently is, you can't blow that up. But, yes, well, you can get rid of Cashman. Take, like you said earlier, expiring contracts, right? Let's wait it out. Let's get rid of them. You know, like the, uh, the guy said in East West Orange, I guess, uh, get, see what we can get for Glaber. You know, we're stuck okay. with a lot of these contracts, man. And there's really nothing we could do. But if we can get rid of those two guys, this is the problem. It's three strikes. The team don't believe in each other. They don't believe in the manager. And they don't believe in cash. That's three strikes you out. Mm. I hear you, Keith. You're out. You're out. And, and uh, thanks for the phone call. And this is a scary thing. I mean, Gordon, Aaron Judge made some interesting comments, right? Uh-huh. And... It didn't move the team at all. It was like Nothing. it was it was like Steve Cohen coming out saying there's got to be changes and the Mets go out and lose like two, mm-hmm. two three in a row. <laughs> it had no impact. None. It was like he was standing on the side of the highway hitchhiking and nobody even slowed down. It was just just straight by. It was like he was he was injured. He was mm-hmm. he, he called somebody and said like he did the interview on the cell phone or something. Mm-hmm. No reaction. Nothing. Nothing. Oh, Rizzo. That's the other one. I was trying to think yes. of the other guy who's gonna, yeah. he's not going anywhere. He, yeah. he, I mean, now he only has, I think, one more year and then a buyout. So, mm-hmm. but this is not a one. This is not, hey, let's just get to the offseason and the Yankees are going to go out and spend and fix all of these problems. They're not. And I think yeah. that there's a better chance that the payroll is reduced next year because they know they're not going to be a very good team. Yeah. Well, as long as they can afford a left fielder and third baseman. I think we'll, can't be any we'll, worse we'll than say. this year, right? I mean, whatever plan B is, it's got to be better than this one. Oof. Gordon, let's head to Staten Island. That's when Len's hanging out on 98.7 ESPN. What's up, Len? Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Hey, Len. I just wanted to say I listen to you guys 
collectively and individually. You guys are really great. Really Thank enjoy you. both Thanks, of man. you. So I, I pretty much agree with what those other guys said. I, I go back to the Horace Clark year. So, you know, what are you going to do? They stink now. You know, I'll live through it. You know, what am I going to do? You know, you know, I had a, I had a great run. My son is a Derek Jeter Yankee, so he had a great run. We had a great run together, father and son. So we stink. We stink for a few more years. What am I going to do? The only thing is that I'm a season ticket holder, right? And Ooh. I'm not a wealthy man, so I sell my tickets. So that's a problem because if they stink, I won't be able to sell them, you know? And the other thing is I know Hal's not going to do it. I think he's got to go heavy into the free agent, go over the salary cap while he's building the free agent up. Like Chapman is a free agent. I'm not saying he's good, but, you know, you grab Chapman for third, you grab a pitcher, and you figure out left field. And maybe you have a decent team while you're building up. So that's all I really have to say. All right, hold on a second, Len. Len, I got one more question for you. Yeah. What would it, how bad would the Yankees have to be? How bad would they, and how long will they have to be bad for you to consider giving up your season tickets? Never, never. You know, Larry, I'll tell you, maybe, you know, interesting point. I have moved around where I have a very good seat. Gotcha. That doesn't cost a lot of money, right? Okay. So, you know, it's interesting. You know, I, I mean, I started out in the outfield, and now I have a, a seat that, you know, for Yankee Stadium land, it's not that much money. And, you know, I have a son that's 30-something. You know, we'll just keep him in the family. So as long as I am I still working, you know, pending that, but, I would never give them up. You know, we're on the wall out in, in right field. You know, our okay. name is out. So, All right. You know, we're we're into it. We're family. We're into it. A God willing, I would never give up the seats. They could they could go zero and one sixty two. You know. <laughs> I hear you, Lynn. You're a fan. Thanks for the phone call. That's a fan, Gordon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, fan. Hal Steinbrenner wants to hear about more people like him. Yes. <laughs> that they're never going to give up the season tickets. Yeah. That's important. Yeah. It is. 1-800-919-3776. What does blow it up and start over with the Yankees look like for you? We'll, get, we'll continue to take your thoughts next on 98.7 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. What does blow it up and start over mean to you? What does that mean to you? I get, and we, I mean, Gordon, you made a great point. Yeah, if it's changing who's making the decisions, everybody would vote for that. Yeah. Stand and clap and, and everybody would line up. I'll, mm-hmm. No, I'll take him to the airport. No, I'll take him. No, mm-hmm. I'll take him to the airport. But are you willing to sit back and watch, Gordon, what you're watching right now? And worse. Yeah, it's, it's, it's for not going to get. Years. Uh, well, look, could it get better than this? Yes, I would like to think it could. If they put their minds together for next year, they can make a better team than this simply by having a league average, not great, a league average left fielder and a league average third baseman. That would improve the offense immensely. Mm-hmm. But what that's that shouldn't really be the goal to just simply be better or be over five hundred. The, the 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 goal at this point should be okay. How do we start? the next window of opportunity for the Yankees? How do we Mm -hmm. get to the the stage that we've been at where we felt like we were on the doorstep and weren't able to kick it? How do we get back to that? How do we get back to 2017 where we got young players and young talent and it feels like the start of a new run? That's what they got to figure out. And I would think the first decision they got to make, if they're going to make it, is who's who's the person that's going to be pulling the strings? Yep, absolutely. Gordon, why is Daniel Vogelbeck playing tonight? 
You've got to get your money's worth, Larry. He's here. Can't he's just about to get hot. He's, he's just about to go off. Aaron Boone has seen some very good things out of him recently. And he let Buck Showalter know. So um, Buck knows better. You would think. Buck, no, I'm very surprised at Buck. <laughs> a, full season DH, sure. <laughs> a full season DH who is at 222, 233, 376. Oh. And that includes a couple of days he got hot. After he came back mm-hmm. from his, you know, his, his his situation, the Mets handled the DH spot almost like the Yankees handled left field and the third base. Yeah, it'll, it'll fix itself. Yeah, it'll, he'll he'll two be fine. Seasons. Yeah, two yep. seasons. Mm-hmm. Two Same seasons. Thing. Absolutely. Unbelievable. Wow. Spikes in St. Pete. What's up, Spike? Hey guys, a little horse today, but bear with me. I would blow it up, but not use the Damer wasp angle i'd go right for the poison immediately and i'd let simon from new haven spread it around you know you might as well just go right at the jugular of course i'm saying this figuratively you blow it up and you uh you, you can't put up i can't watch it anymore i mean it's gone and one comment on your opening larry i uh, got uh, you know for you mentioned my name obviously there's thousands of other because gordon has always postured that if the Knicks ever win a championship, it'll just be the biggest thing ever. Uh, it just It's just uh, beyond even imagination of those yeah. who haven't seen one. And when I saw them it was so long ago, I think uh, cars didn't have lights on them, you know. But, uh, yeah, blow it up right away. Get rid of everybody and start over. The question uh, that you mentioned uh, with the, I guess I'm, I'm interpreting it, would you have a stomach to watch it? Well, you're certainly getting the training now because this it's unwatchable to me. I've told you that the last couple of days, Larry. I, I yeah. won't even put it on. I just won't. Yeah. It's just that this is the longest gap in time we've had in a long, long time. It's at least 30 years, right, that we've had a, you know, six weeks of, of, of no contention. It's been a while, Spike. There's no question about it. Thanks, yeah. for, the, thanks for the call. Hope, hope you get your voice back. But it, it's – this is – Gordon, this is rare for recent Giant fans. This is rare territory to be traveling through. Oh, no question. And Yankee fans have made it out like this is the way it's been the entire time when they don't win or they don't win the World Series or they don't get back to the World Series. Every year they scream bloody murder. Now you're getting to see what it it can really look like. And um, this idea of blowing it up, the problem, you can't blow it up. If you think blowing it up is getting rid of Glaber, okay, fine. Uh, I'm sure you could find a different catcher for next year. Uh, You'd like to think you're going to have a left fielder and a third baseman. That's part of it, too. That, to me, is not blowing it up. Blowing it up is starting over, and and you can't do that. You got Judge here. You got Cole here. LeMayhew's not going anywhere. Stanton's not going anywhere. You're locked in. Now you just got to stew in it, unfortunately. That's the hardest thing is to just stew in it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to fix it on the fly. Mm-hmm. And that's tough to do because it means you have to spend money and you're already spending money and you haven't spent it wisely. So if you're Hal Steinberg, what do you do? Do you say, okay, this is it. I'll give you, this is, this is the check. This is the last time I'm doing this. If we don't move from here, everybody's out. And you can only give players a what? Three years, three, no more than four years max. If you sign somebody, it's no more than four years max. I am not taking any contracts, long-term contracts anymore. We are done with that scenario. 
That's the only thing you could do. Well, at this I, point. I think they kind of gave you the the read. Forget about what they say. They gave you the read of what they think of this group at the trade deadline. They didn't do yeah. anything. Yep. So you're telling me that Hal Steinbrenner is going to get to the offseason and say, well, this this group that's still essentially here. I know there'll be some pieces that won't be back. Severino won't be back. Donaldson won't be back. Okay, fine. I, I think that there's a better chance that he says, let's scale this back. Let's reset the luxury tax threshold mm-hmm. for the next couple of years. And let's get under whatever that number is. And he doesn't, I, I don't see him believing in this group. I think that they've kind of told you that they don't believe in this group. Well, what does that look like for you at left field and third base? I Look, you'll find some cheap solutions. Maybe it might be Peraza at third base next year to start the hmm. year. Maybe it's a young player. If you're saying you want to blow it up, that's what it looks like. It, looks, it looks like, like playing right. a lot of young players. Yep. That's what you say you want to see. Right. Here Until you go. <laughs> Be careful what you wish for. Until they come might up. might just get it. And then you start talking about, then I start hearing calls about Volpe. Oh, he's awful. What are we doing with him? He can't hit. Oh, we, it, well, <laughs> it, it can't, let's say Cashman gets fired and they bring in some guy from some other organization who you've never heard of really before this. It will be a week before. Who is this idiot? Why are the Yankees doing that? And, and let's be honest. There are some people in the media, especially, who hate the Yankees, and they've been waiting 30 years to, oh, finally they got their chance. So um, it's going to, I think it's going to be, it's going to be a tough couple of years. I don't don't see really any way around that. And the only way really around that kind of makes it worse. It just kind of delays the inevitable because you just kind of add, you know, the worst thing to me that they can go out this offseason and do is is bring back um, the center fielder who's always hurt. Oh, Bather. Bader, right? Sign a 29-year-old, often injured center fielder to some four- or five-year contract. Who was hurt when you got him? Hurt when you got him. (laughs) Hurt while you had him. Has been hurt a bunch this year. Who does that sound like? An often injured outfielder that you signed to a long-term deal. Aaron Hicks? Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Let's see if they learned their lesson from that one. I don't think so. And and I'll be honest, Aaron Hicks was far better than Bader's been. No question. No question. He was, he was banned better. when you first got him that first year. He was dreadful. Everybody's like, why yeah. are you playing this guy? And then the second year, you're like, okay, all right. We got, we got a little something here. And then they signed that long-term contract, and it whoop, right out the window. I remember saying when they brought him, when, when he first started, he must have pictures of Cashman with a yak. <laughs> because was he, was he was awful. He was terrible that first awful, year. awful. Terrible. He was awful. Awful. You think why are they why are they yeah, continue why to play st- this guy? And, it, and he did why get are you going. still playing him? Mm-hmm. Like I get you have to see what he looks like, but why are you still playing him? Yeah, he had like two good years, and then they gave him that contract, and then he was always hurt. Everything it messed was, it up. It, oh, it was all downhill. Because remember, Gordon, it seemed like a good idea at the time. Right. He's only making ten million for playing center field every at that day. Point. Right. Your everyday center fielder for ten million dollars. How bad could it? That's how bad it was. It was <laughs> so bad, bad was. that even for $10 million, it was wasted money. Because it's not the money, it's the it, years. Yeah, It's not the money, it's the years. Remember that, fans. Sam is in Jersey. What's up, Sam? How you doing? I'm uh, 67, been a lifetime uh, Yankee fan. And I tell you, after watching Giancarlo stand around third base, not even running, walking to home and getting tagged out, that was it for me. I had enough. You talk about blowing it up. They should start with the front office. What has Cashman done with the minor league system? What has he brought up? Nothing. He should read a book called Chumps to Champs. 
That was written at the time when Steinbrenner, George, was banned from baseball. Gene Michael was left in charge. He was the general manager, along with um, Showalter. They resurrected the minor league system. They brought up all the core players. They had a winning team because they were taught how to play Yankee baseball. All these imports, they have no idea how to play Yankee baseball. They don't know how to hustle. I'm watching Torres sometimes when he grounds out. He walks to first base. Billy Martin would go crazy and throw him out of the stadium if he ever did that. There's no accountability on Boone's part. Brian Cashman relies on analytics. This is not baseball. This is not Yankee baseball. This is horrible. Start by blowing it up that front office. Rebuild the minor league system. You need a left fielder? Bring him up from the minor leagues. I'm willing to wait three, four years. Develop these players. Let them play. Stop with all these free agents who don't know Yankee baseball. All right, Sam. Thanks very much. It's a different well, game, though, Gordon. Yeah, it's a completely a different, different time. And that time he's talking about was when George was banned. He didn't want the team to be good then, so yeah, they just kept around. all the, the right. He he, he didn't, right. He wasn't. He wanted to be good when he got back. And look at that. He got back. I think ninety three or ninety four, and then they were good. Um, the idea of relying on analytics. Every other every other team relies on it. The problem is not analytics. The problem is the Yankees don't know how to use the analytics. They got to find mm-hmm. somebody who actually knows how to use. The analytics. It's like Seinfeld. You know how to take the reservation. You don't know how to hold the reservation. That's really the most important part of the reservation, the holding of it. they got to figure out somebody who actually knows what they're doing with the analytics. The problem is not the analytics. No, uh, no I, I agree with a lot what he said. Right. Uh, Cashman, he's had a terrible run here the last couple of years. You want to move on from him? I have no problem with that at all. But um, it, it, it's very easy. to. It's like saying I'm going to start a diet on Monday. Mm-hmm. It's easy to say. I'm start Monday, Larry. I am cutting back. I'm gonna eat well. I'm gonna gonna cut out the the alcohol. I'm gonna cut out the red meat. And then you get to the weekend. You're like, ah, oh, you know what? I want a little steak. I want a little. Dr-. It's it's hard to to stick with those plans when you say I- I'll be fine if they're bad for three years. You know when you're a Meta Yankee fan right now, cutting back on the alcohol is not very. <laughs> no, this is this is not the time. <laughs> this not is not time. this is not the time. Not the time. Maybe a couple of months ago, but not now mm-hmm. trying to get no. through. Because it's, remember, it's still August. Got a whole right. month and a half. That's that's why Boone keeps saying, we, we got a quarter of the season left. It's like, oh, my God, it's still August. And they're awful. Oh, it's funny. People are saying that I'll be fine with them being bad for three years. But they're mm-hmm. also saying, I can't watch it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> now. <laughs> now. Right. I can't watch. I turned it off. I can't watch it. But I'll be fine if they're terrible for three years. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll bite. Yeah. 1-800-919-3776. Come on back. We'll take more calls next on 9870 ESPN. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. The one thing they all agree on is they want somebody else cooking, cooking the menu. Absolutely. And they're willing to wait for the food, but they're kind of tired of what they're eating now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they want to go somewhere else. <laughs> and, and and can you really blame them? Not at now, all. I think that there has been in the past, there's always been a a, a a faction of Yankee fans who have not liked Cashman, have not thought he's done a good job, blah, blah, blah. But when you take a look at the last two years, it's really kind of hard to argue 
all mm-hmm. the moves that they've made here the last two years, which has been the, the ending of this championship window mm-hmm. have been terrible. And now they've kind yep. of sunk you in this spot where you're at the – this is – it feels like this is the end of a long run, and now yeah. you're going to have to build it back up for another run. It's not you just get to the off season and it will we'll be fine and we'll do this and we'll sign that guy and this guy. Uh, it, it feels like that they're going to have to kind of go back to the drawing board and should go back to the drawing board with somebody else drawing up the plans. No question about it. No question. Dave's in Jersey. What's up, Dave? Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Uh, thanks for taking my call. Like I said, big fan of both of you. Um, now, as an outsider, as a Mets fan looking in, um, I sit there and say, hey, uh, you Yankee fans, honestly, and I know I'll probably get a ton of flack after what your guys calls after this. Uh, if you tell me in the past 15 years, you guys missed the playoffs three times in 15 years as a Mets fan. Oh, I sign sign me up for it. I take it in a heartbeat. Now I understand Cashman in the past couple of years hasn't done the greatest job. Fine, I understand. What's if uh, the Yankees let go of Cashman? Guaranteed, Cashman gets a job within the next week once the Yankees let go of Cashman. And my quick second point is uh, Bucket. Giants eleven and five this year. All right, Dave. All right. Uh, you mean eleven and eleven and five six. and one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> eleven five another tie. He probably means eleven. It does and six. still seem, seem sound weird when you say eleven it does. and six. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Ten and seven. That doesn't sound right. It's ten and no. six. It's eleven no. and five. Yeah. Twelve no. and four. Yeah, well, look, the, the idea that Brian Cashman would get another job immediately, that can't be a, for a reason for why you keep him. No. Joe Girardi got a job immediately. How'd that turn out? Yeah. A lot of these, I, I mean, in baseball, in all these sports, we see these coaches, especially in the NFL, they get recycled all the time. That all doesn't time. mean that getting, rid of, that getting rid of them was the, the wrong. Dave Gettleman got fired by Carolina. He got a job right away. Yeah. With the New York Giants. How'd that turn out? Not so good. Not so good. Dave's in the car. What's up, Dave? Hey, thanks for having me. Um, I want to shift gears a little bit. Look, I grew up behind Yankee Stadium. As far as I'm concerned, if they don't remove Cashman, it's going to be the same thing no matter what. But the reason why I'm calling in is because I'm really looking at um, what Harden did in China by denouncing the Philadelphia 76ers, really Creating his plat, growing his platform there, selling three hundred thousand dollars worth of his own booze through some influencer. I look at that. I look at uh, Morant and I look at Zion, and I'm just wondering. And it's not just because I share, like you know, I'm quote unquote black African American, but so many people that have come before these guys have laid the groundwork for them, and before they even begin to really live their life outside of their game. It seems like they're destroying their legacy. Cautionary tale, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was a very humble, introverted guy. He wasn't very social. And because of just not being social, for many years, he wasn't part of any organizational plans, no assistant coaching, no scouting. He was ostracized just because of his personality makeup. So what do you make of Harden, Zion, and, and Morant, particularly Harden, and the fact that I think Philly should just eat the contract and make an example out of him and, and keep their pride because what you, you're going to just it's going to be a free for all with these players in a heartbeat. Let me know what you think. Thanks. All right, Dave. Thanks for the phone call. This, 
this transcends race. Okay. James Harden happens to be black. Zion Williamson happens to be black or African-American, however you want to talk about it. And um, the same thing with uh, John Morant. This is about not understanding and not understanding what it means to be a pro, Gordon. You know what I'm saying? This means they don't understand. Their mindset is, well, let's take them individually. For James Harden, it's about, you know what? I want to play under my situation. And if I can't play under my situation, Here's my exit strategy. And you know what? This He's doing the right thing because he's not going to be in the league, Gordon. Who, who, who's going to take would, a chance? Who would take him on at this point? Nobody. Who's going to want him? I don't know. The past three years for him have not – the only saving grace for him has been the first year he got here with Brooklyn. All right? Yeah. He played the point guard role. Mm-hmm. He was very good. He sacrificed – he, he was an outstanding point. He was, he was great passing the ball. He understood his role. He was excellent. Got hurt, okay? And like I said before, they were uh, – if, 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 if KD wore a, a 13 instead of a 13 and a half, they would have moved on and they would have been in, probably in the finals and won the championship. But it didn't work out that way. And ever since then, he's just been the guy that wants to, let me get out of here. Things are not going well in Houston. Let me go. Oh, man, things are not going well in Brooklyn. Let me go. Oh, come on. Things are not going well in Philly. Let me go. All right, so you're, 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 you're starting your postseason career financially. Good move out of you. Zion Williamson is just not understanding what it is to be a pro, and it makes you wonder, just does he really want to play basketball? Yeah, with the Harden one, when the going gets tough, James gets going. He gets going yeah. to some other team. Uh, and it's a little different with him and the other two because the other two, while all the issues are different, and I'm not trying to excuse the issues that they have on their own, but at least they are young guys who are still – Harden's 33. He's a grown yeah. man. Yeah. And he's still doing this. And I have absolutely no sympathy for the Sixers because you knew exactly who you were getting into bed with. Yeah. So you have no kit coming on this. Uh, this is what you, you 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 saw what he did in Brooklyn. You saw what he did in Houston. This is his act. This is what he yeah. does. So you get uh, you get no breaks on this, and it feels like for the Sixers, making him a free agent is kind of giving in to him. Yeah. But if you don't just let him go or cut him or whatever, you're almost blowing up your own organization as a result, and he knows that. So yeah, it's a mess. They are they, they are unraveling. They felt Harden was the lesser of two evils because they didn't want Simmons either. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, let's get rid of Simmons. And out of the three, the most tragic is Moran. Because here's a young guy who's gone down the same road twice. And now you get concerned, what is it going to take for him to shift gears and understand, hey, you know what? I'm really messing. Not, forget basketball, Gordon. Yeah. I'm playing with my life here. Yep. This is my life. Playing around with guns. Anything can happen, Gordon. Anything can happen. It's a scary situation. We'll discuss that and more of your phone calls next on 987 ESPN. I've been a Yankee fan since 74. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN.